Hi everyone, and welcome to Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. I'm your host, Jimena Garcia. This show is all about understanding yourself through plant medicine, as well as providing education and knowledge around this topic. I hope you guys love listening to this episode as much I enjoy recording it. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. And before we begin, um, today... Uh, before I record my episode, I was talking to my producer and I asked, what episode are we? And he said, episode 30. So I just want to take a moment to celebrate that we got to episode 30. Is not a lot of people that start podcasts, they get to this point. And I think that in my life, I was never really good at celebrating the small wins. So just hurrah, celebrate. I'm so excited that we got... I we got this far. So I'm so grateful for my producer, for the people that have supported me, for everyone that is listening, that keeps inspiring me to continue moving forward and deliver the message uh, for all of you. So yay. And as you're listening, just take a moment and think about something small that you have accomplished, whatever it is. The smallest thing, remember, success is built on top of small successes. And I didn't grow up in an environment where I celebrate my small wins. If it wasn't something massive, I wouldn't even pay attention to it. I'll be like, oh, next, and then I will move on. But I've been learning that in order for me to continue inspiring myself as I grow and I get older, that Paying attention to the small details is what actually makes the big picture. So on that note, today we are going to talk about a topic that I was really surprised when I was going through the podcast and I'm like, oh, we don't have this yet. And I wish I talked about it sooner, but you know, everything happens in its own time. And I guess this is the time for it to happen. And we are going to talk about something that is called the pre-purge. You heard me right. It's called pre-purge. It spells P-R-E-P-U-R-G-E. Pre-purge. So this is a concept that me personally, when I started me, when I started my transformation, I didn't have any awareness whatsoever of what it was. For those of you that listen to my podcast, you know a little bit about my journey and you know that before I even work with plant medicine, I started with transformational teachings. I went to um, a school called Mastering Transformation and I did a six-month program uh, of leadership where I learned how to communicate uh, how to develop my emotional intelligence, how to develop mental toughness, how to understand the aspects of my felt myself that I didn't like, how to receive feedback from other people. It, it was technically, it was about two years of my life that I went deep and I immersed myself in that process. And as I was immersing myself in that process, part of me going through the process was bringing other people on board. So inviting people to join the transformation because 
at the end of the day, the way that we are going to change the world is by healing ourselves, working in ourselves, and then inspiring others to do the same thing for themselves. Imagine, just take a moment to imagine living in a world where people have mental toughness, where people are emotionally intelligent, when people understand other people's pain and their own, a world where we actually have an understanding of our defects and how to navigate them and how to be in relationship with what we don't like so then we can actually do something about it. That will be a completely different world. And and like I said, the way we spread the word is by doing it first and then embodying those qualities that we want everybody else to have and then inspiring them. So in the process, I invited a lot of people to join the program, to come. Uh, some people right away came in and joined the program. Other people were like, yes, yes, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to change my life. And then there will be all these difficulties that they will have. They will like pay for it. But then afterwards they were like, yeah, I don't know if this is right for me. I think I made the wrong choice. Yeah. You know, actually those days don't work like a few weeks or like <laughs> a few days before needing to go to the training they will call me and said, no, something happened in my house. Someone passed away. I lost my job. I'm getting sick. I can't sleep. I mean, it was just like a list of things that they were going on. I, um, I, I feel sick. I, I've been throwing up. Anyways, I could just go on. I can't stop crying. I get really agitated. I'm eating too much. I crashed my car. I could go on and on and on and on with all the things that happened to these people before they joined their trainings. And it was crazy to see these things will happen. And I didn't know back then, but that's what we call a pre-purge. And before we go into what a pre-purge is, let's define the word purge. So what is a purge? Let's, let's look it up. Okay. So it says that a purge is to cleanse or purify something by removing impurities or undesired elements. Right? So when we throw up, we're like, we throw up because we're removing impurities of our bodies things that we don't want, when we cry, right? What's happening when we cry? When we cry, we're removing the sadness, the things that we don't want. So that's technically what a purge is. A purge can also mean to remove people from an area, a country, an organization. Um, it could be like just, it's like taking things away to make a space to bring something better. At least that's basically what you want. You want to bring something better after you remove all of that. Now, taking this to the world of medicine, and honestly, it can be applied to more than world in medicine, but for this particular instance, we're going to talk about 
the world of medicine. So before you do ayahuasca, before you do cambo, before you do mushrooms, before even honestly, guys, even before when you choose to like do a diet or you choose when you choose to do something, listen to this. When you choose to do something that you will jeopardize the existence of your unhealthy ego, you will experience a pre-purge. Because after the pre-purge, that's where you purge, meaning you remove it, you let it go. So going back to the world of medicine and to how it manifests in the world of medicine. Like I said, pre-purge is something that happens before your purge. So is one of the things that is the last chance that your unhealthy ego puts you in a position that you will not do that practice or that medicine or that thing that it will force your unhealthy ego to get out, to stop having control over you. So is the last ace up the unhealthy ego sleeve. So what happens to people that they are going to do medicine? And if you have done medicine, you have gone through a pre-purge in one way or another. Um, so there, there is different types of purging. You have physical pre-purges that are such as not being able to sleep or sleeping too much, feeling sick, having headaches, having like joint pain, pain, having like joint pain, um, maybe getting your muscles super tense. There is things like, you know, when people are really, really stressed, they, they, they put their stress either in their shoulders or their hips. Um, so those are kind of like the physical pre-purges that people experience. Then you have what we call the emotional pre-purges. And the emotional pre-purges are things like fear, anxiety, crying, anger, um, depression, stress, frustration, anxiety again. Uh, but it's all of those things that come up through that process, being on edge. Those are the ones that I can think top of mind, like top of mind. And now you have the mental and emotional, I mean, the mental and the spiritual pre-purges. And this is when you're, when you have conversations where it says, oh, why did, why did I do this? I don't have the money or I don't think it's the right time. Maybe, maybe I should just do it the next time. Maybe I should call my practitioner and tell the practitioner, Hey, I can't do it. I can't go. It's not the right time. Um, let me choose somewhere else to go. Am I going to die? Is this going to be the end of my life? How is this going to affect my work? Am I going to be able to be in a relationship after this? There is all of these questions that start bubbling up in your mind. And they're not empowering. 
they're completely the opposite. They have you question everything in a way that it pulls you away from your ceremony or for from the practice that you're going to exercise rather than pushing you forward. So before you do a ceremony, you experience these things. And it's part of the process because your unhealthy ego knows that after you go through that experience, after you put yourself in a place that is so uncomfortable for your unhealthy ego to be, that it has to, it has to, it doesn't have a choice to shift in a way that allows you to transform is like terrifying. It's is is one of the most scary things that the unhealthy ego can experience and go through. Let's take a minute to put ourselves in the shoes of our unhealthy ego. Just take a moment to think about the traits, the thoughts, the behaviors, the voice, maybe even like the physical appearance of your unhealthy ego. Just take a minute. Like when I think of my unhealthy ego, she is about my same height. I'm like 5'5". Five five. She has black hair, razor blade eyes. Like her, her eyes are just like, she could like slice you in half with her eyes. She doesn't speak much, but when she does, she has very condescending behavior. She wears usually dark colors and she only dress with suits and very corporate America outfits. And she's always on the go. She has zero tolerance for laziness. And she has no compassion whatsoever. And everything has to be her way. She's extremely controller. And she has a way of living life that she created for herself so I could be safe from an unhealthy place. So imagine <laughs> me going to her and being like, hey, by the way, um, unhealthy ego, we are going to go down to Peru and we're going to drink this medicine that basically is going to ask you to change everything about you and is going to like scan every aspect of our being and whatever is that is not healthy, it will get rid of it. What do you think that will do? What do you think a person with those traits where you tell them that this is what they're going to experience and I mean person, I mean that aspect of yourself, because that's not all who you are. That's not all who I am. I'm not my unhealthy ego, but I can't deny that my unhealthy ego is part of me because there are parts of it that still exist in me. And that's why I continue doing the work. Like every single one of you that are listening are doing the work too, the work so it will be terrifying. So this, this part of me will try to do everything in its power so I don't go through that. So then she can remain intact. In addition to 
everything else that I said, there is other things that happen in pre-purchase. And I find these pre-purchase really interesting. So the first time I went down to the jungle with my teacher, even if you're not drinking, the facilitators, they also go through their own pre-purge. Everyone that will be exposed to the medicine will experience a pre-purge. It's, it's part of it. And two days before heading down to the jungle, I call him and he is super scattered and he's on the phone and trying to figure things out. And, and I ask, what happened? And he says, he's like, Jimena, I'm pre-purging really hard right now. And I said, why? What's going on? And he said, my house just flooded and we're leaving in two days. And I was like, damn. So there are also types of pre-purges that there will be things that could happen before your ceremony. Like I mentioned at the beginning, car accidents, family members ending in the hospital, you probably like end up hurting yourself in a way that it will not allow you to go to the ceremony. And it's just interesting to see how all of this comes together to keep us from working with these medicines and sitting with them and freeing ourselves from our unhealthy ego and the things that our unhealthy ego doesn't want us to outgrow. So take a moment to think, when have you pre-purged? How do you pre-purge? Because that is the next question that is really important for us to ask ourselves. Now that I have explained to you how someone can go through that experience, how you can go through that experience, how I go through that experience. And when we understand the way that we pre-purge, then it makes it easier to undergo that experience. Another way of pre-purging that just came to mind is um, arguments with your loved ones, difficulties at work. And I know that everything that I'm saying, it sounds not very pleasant. And remember, healing is some sort of uncomfortable. I know that in this world, we want things easy. We want things simple. We would like to be able to heal our traumas in a room full of unicorns and rainbows and flowers and all of these beautiful things. And there is some of that. There is some of that. I, the, uh, on the other side of it, there is some of that. I mean, 
let me tell you, my relationship with my partner is the best relationship that I have ever had in my 36 years. And for those of you that don't know, I grew up in a household of divorced parents. My mom and my dad divorced when I was nine months old and never in my life I can remember an example of a healthy relationship, a romantic, healthy relationship. And let me tell you, my relationships before before this one, most of them were extremely unhealthy, super codependent, judgmental, zero communication. I didn't even know how to how to express my feelings to my partner in a way that I could say to myself, I felt safe. And in my relationship, in the process that I've been going through with all the work that I have done and I continue to do, that a lot of it has been really uncomfortable. It has gifted me one of the most beautiful gifts that is having a relationship where I'm free to be myself, to speak my mind, to share my insecurities, to know that someone can hold me when I'm being in chaos. And it's not because, you know, he's the best guy that can ever exist. I mean, he's amazing. And he also does his work, but it's also because I have learned how to do that for myself. And I've learned how to do that for myself going through all of this process. And for example, right now I'm I'm helping in a Canva training. Okay, I'm helping in a Canva training. And I also started the program 75 Hard. For those of you that know what is it, if you don't know, I invite you to Google it and find find it, find out what it is. It's a mental toughman challenge. And this week has been a full of pre-purges for me in so many ways, being tired, not able to go to bed, not being hungry, being anxious, agitated, all of these things. And in the process, as I'm going through it, I'm able to hold a space for myself and do certain practices that help me go through it in a way that is empowering and supportive rather than me crying in a corner or completely check checking out of my life and the things that I need to do. So with that being said, if you can give yourself the opportunity to sit down and write down a list of things that you go through when you go through a pre-purge, And even if it's not with medicine, it could be with something else. Sometimes it can be either with trips and and, and going to places that you have never been. Just it comes in when you put yourself in a situation that it makes you uncomfortable. Because remember, we are removing impurities, right? How many of you have done a cleanse? Tell me, it's not the most fun thing to do. It's challenging. You got to eat certain certain foods. You can't do certain things. Like it has a rigor. It has a process. And when you go through it, your body goes through so much until you make it to the other side. So when you identify 
the things that you do when you go through a pre-purge, do you cry? Do you get depressed? Do Do you have a hard time focusing? Do you get anxious? Do you stop eating? Do you eat too much? Do you start questioning your existence? Do you have a spiritual crisis? All of those things. And you kind of pause and you kind of make that list and then look at it and you say, oh, now I understand. Mm. So that's what I do. Okay. Fantastic. Now you know. And remember, knowledge is power. So when you when you take that and you can see it and you digest the things that you do, now we can find practices and tools that can help you overcome your pre-purge. And when I mean overcome when I mean overcome, I mean for you to navigate through the process with ease and grace. Because that's the other side of all of these friends. Even though healing has its challenge, for instance, if you break an arm, what happens? You go to a doctor, they fix you, they put like a... It's that hard thing that they put on your arm so then it stays straight when so the bone grows. I know how to say it in Spanish, but not in English, so please forgive me. And they do that. I've never broken a bone, knock on wood. And my friends and my family members that have, I've asked them, I was like, what is what is like? What is like to having that experience? And they say, Jimena is a pain in the ass. And I said, really? And then I, I asked, what, what is the most uncomfortable? Like, what is the thing that is the most uncomfortable for you? And a lot of them said, one, it hurts when the bone is growing. It hurts a lot. Sometimes they can't sleep and it's itchy, so itchy. They, they constantly have to, because they can, you know, you can scratch your hand or anything because it's covered. And it's the same thing with a spiritual and emotional healing. <laughs> it's, you're expanding, you're growing. It's not meant to be comfortable. It's not meant to be easy. If it was easy, everybody will do it. <laughs> it's just anything that is worth it. It's not easy. And I know that we want to believe that it is. And we can. And probably there is things. But the feeling of accomplishment that a human gets for completing something that is completely out of their comfort zone is completely different from the feeling that you will get from accomplishing something that it was really easy. I just learned this week the concept of mental toughness. And that, my friends, is what gives you mental toughness. When you go through your pre-purges, in that experience, you could develop mental toughness. Oh my God, I just realized that. How awesome is that? Let's all pre-purge together, guys. So you could find practices. I will share with you some of my practices when I go through a pre-purge. What do I do? Bubble baths. 
I am a huge, 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 huge fan of submerging in water when I'm going through my pre-purges. To me, is the most grounding experience that I could have. I make myself an incredible bubble bath with Epsom salt and lavender, and I put candles and I put music and I turn off the lights and I just immerse myself in the water, in the warmth of it. And I feel like I'm inside, you know, some amazing cocoon warm container and I feel safe and I feel connected to my body and I feel connected to the water and I, I my breath deepens and it softens and my whole being relaxes and then boom I'm, 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 I'm out of flight or fight now I'm grounded now I'm I'm, I'm me myself. I can connect with myself. And even in those moments that I'm in, in my bath and all these conversations are coming on like, oh my God, Jimena, what are you doing? You are crazy. Why are you going to put yourself in that place? Really? Do you think it's necessary? <sighs> Come on. No, you know you're better than that. You got all these things to do. You got to finish the work and you gotta go and do this and you gotta go do that and blah, 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 and everything. And I just sit there and I listen. I listen to everything that my unhealthy ego is saying, the complaints, absolutely everything. I sit down and listen. And at the end of it, I tell my ego, my unhealthy ego, I hear you. I understand we're scared. And it's hard. And we don't know what's going to happen. And it's going to be okay. I trust. I have faith. It's going to work out. Things will work out. They always do. And then he gets quiet. And then I can hear my heart. And I can feel my body. And then I connect to my spirit much easier. Because now I'm grounded. I'm connected. I'm not frightened. I'm at ease. And then I get out of my, my, my bath and I get ready and I go about my day. But now I'm not scattered. And you will ask, okay, Jimena, how often do you do that? <laughs> when I'm pre-purging, almost every other night. Maybe sometimes twice a week. And I notice that sometimes when I don't, it makes it really, really hard for me to stay grounded. So that's what I do. Another thing that I do is I journal. I write. It helps me understand my thoughts better. I'm able to process what is going on as I'm writing. Because when I write from word to word, from thought to thought, from sentence to sentence, you got to pause. <laughs> if you could write as fast as what you're thinking, that, that is crazy. But there is always a pause between words and between thoughts. And sometimes we write and then we find ourselves not knowing what to write. And in that moment, it's beautiful because we go deeper into what we are 
putting in that piece of paper. And that can also be very grounding because you start realizing where all of these things are coming from. And you also notice your language. That's one of the biggest things that journaling has taught me is my language. When I write, I can tell if I'm writing things that empower me or if I'm writing things that disempower me. And it's a game changer because then when I'm writing things that are disempowering and I'm like, wow, wow, I'm really saying those things. It's like, wait a second. I, I got to feed that with some empowerment because that's not who I want to be. I want to empower myself every time, every day. No negative talk is not allowed. And I'm still working in my negative talk, but it's one of those things that for every negative thing that I say or I experience or I communicate, I got to say one positive, maybe even more than one. So that's another one that I do. I dance, I exercise, I go out in nature, I watch a really cool documentary, I work in my, in my business, in my ideas, I talk to my friends, I ask for help, I communicate with my coach. So these are all the things that I have put in place for me. I do sound healing. I work with Campbell. I mean, I I know you, you guys will be like, Campbell, Jimena, really? <laughs> it's like, I also go through a approach before doing Campbell. But what I'm saying is I have created all of these tools and I know all of these things and I have come up with all of these things as I've been walking this path. So it can support me. It can help me and I can overcome my challenges and I can actually move through new experiences and allow myself to grow, even though it can be very scary. And then when I finally go through my ceremony or I do the, I do medicine and I push my through myself through it and I finally make it. And then I finish and I'm on the other side. It's amazing. Because now I'm free. I'm free of those impurities, of those undesired elements in my life. Now I have space to bring something new, to elevate myself to change. And then we go into the integration part that a lot of you have heard before. And I have different episodes about that in the, in the podcast. With all that being said, all that being said, my invitation to you is take a moment for yourself and start thinking about this. I have clients in the past that tell me, oh, I didn't know what that was. Now I understand what I'm going through. It's like, it's so, because it can be scary. It can be hard, uh, confusing if you don't know what it is. So now I'm sharing this with you so you could know what it is. And not only that, but you can share with your friends, with your loved ones when they're going through something similar. Once you understand this and you see it in yourself, and then you see other people going through it, you totally know they're going through a pre-purge. You're like, 
oh, that's what's happening to my mom. Oh, that's what's happening to my boyfriend. I get it. Thank you so much for listening today and joining us. I hope that you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoy doing it. And again, take a moment, make a list, understand what do you do when you go through a pre-purge, then come up with practices that will help you ground and it will help you overcome all of them. And please, at the end, leave a comment, give us a, a thumbs up. If you like this, give us your rating. I would love to hear from you. Know what you think, if you can relate and I'll see you the next time. So much, so much gratitude and many blessings to you for listening to today's podcast. Please subscribe to the show and tune into our next episode every Wednesday. You can find us on Instagram or join us, our Facebook group at Rainforest Healing Center. And lastly, please rate and review the show on our Apple podcast. This is the best way you can support us so we can get the show to more people just like you that want to learn about plant medicine.